welcome to a little program called 1234, episode 285 and eight songs. Yes, this time I'm accurate. Not going to be seven or nine. Definitely eight songs. Got them all listed in front of me. It's a really eclectic mix on this one. Uh, it's always fun to bring you new, different, interesting music and just sitting down the way it unfolds. Often I'll think, right, I'm going to play that song today. And then as I sort of lay everything out on the table, that song might fall by the wayside. I think I'll have to play it next time. I've got a lot of that songs in folders because everything's just about digital these days. Anyway, we're going to hear some beautiful soul, forgotten soul, some amazing new folk out of the UK, which is a brand new discovery today as I was putting the show together. Uh, I mentioned last time that we would be featuring... Uh, another sort of slice of Nick Drakean style music. It's the music of, music of Dave Evans. I didn't know this album at the time, 1972. So I think he probably would have been inspired by the uh, Nick Drake of the Northern Sky era. Just really beautiful. We'll hear from Melbourne's own Bill Jackson. What a top bloke. What a great songwriter he is. He has got a great new album out called 1965. The lead single that came from that. And we'll close with a bloke who's somebody I really discovered and loved uh, when I went to Blues Fest. I, I sort of discovered him a bit before, again, through the inside sleeve. Another bloke I probably would never have listened to. Uh, Realised that his dad was the great record producer Bruce Dickinson. Uh, as a 14-year-old, he played some, some guitar on the Replacements album. That's why I thought, man, I've got to talk to this guy. But his real love is country blues, sort of getting off into the, the back porches of down south. Well, he's come up with what has been described as a children's album, but, gee, it's a great collection of songs. It's actually a good collection to share with your family. Sit around one night, turn the telly off, get that rubbish off. And, and listen to some absolutely gorgeous sounds. Anyway, let's go back to the beginning. This is where I want to start with a duo uh, described as the Queen of Soul from Tidewater, Ida Sands, and uh, from Los Angeles, tenor Joe Webster. They made their music as a duo by the name of the Soul Duo. <laughs> it's the most... Uh, if you had to come up with a name, so you're going to be a duo. What do you call? Oh, what do you like to sing? Soul. Oh, let's be the soul duo. Music's great though, and this has come out on an excellent compilation called Eccentric Soul. There's a series of these that have, that have come out over the years because when I went sort of looking around uh, through my collection, I discovered I had quite a few of them. Uh, and now I'm looking for the piece of paper that tells me more information about it. And do you think I can find it? Of course I can't. Oh no, it's just here. Here we go. Uh, Numero Group who released some fantastic uh, compilations of all descriptions. But this uh, Eccentric Soul is their long-running series that looks at rare soul. And this one's called the Shiptown Label. Now, this was a, a tiny label based in Norfolk, Virginia. And most of the tracks on this album fall into the ballad category. But this one is a juicy slice of funk and was the B-side to this group's uh, single that came out called Just a Sad Christmas. And it's a total downer. If you wanted to put on a Christmas tune, you go, oh, dear, that's the one you could put on. But the B-side was a ripper. And we're going to hear it right now from the soul duo. This is Can't Nobody Love Me Like My Baby Do. <laughs> 
I'm a huge fan of this bloke, Eli Paperboy Reed. He is a soul giant. He loves soul, lives and breathes it. Uh, in just a moment, we're going to play a track from a great album that he's curated, which kind of, well, this is how I got there because of the track we started with, which is part of a soul series that has come out on the Numero Group release. But Eli Paperboy Reed uh, is affiliated with the excellent Yeprock label, and his latest collection is a whole bunch of covers, singles that he put out, sort of special things when he did concerts called Hits and Misses. This is all hits, no misses. And the opening track, how could I go past it? The Ace of Spades by Motorhead. And he just makes it his own. Such a ripper of a, a, a version of that song. I love it. He does Steely Dan's Do It Again. Uh, just to name a couple of the tracks, uh, Bobby Womack's uh, disco tune, I Don't Know What the World's Coming To. And there's a lot of really, really good songs on this album. Just go and get the whole thing from Eli Paperboy Reed, Hits and Misses. It's come out on Yeprock and that, Ace of Spades, love it. In fact, it's funny because I, how I discovered Ace of Spades now, I, I reckon I knew who Motorhead were, and I probably, oh, not turn my nose up, but I, di I didn't listen to that sort of harder sound, and I thought, nah. But it was through my sons playing Tony Hawk's uh, on the old Nintendo 64, this skating game. And they always used to get me to play it because I was absolutely hopeless at it. And I remember I'd get on there and I'd start to button mash and do stupid things. And, and I'd actually come up with some pretty crazy tricks. But the first time I really got the hang of it was when Motorhead's Ace of Spades came on. And we used to sing along to it. And they'd be laughing because I'd be doing stupid stuff. So I have this really wonderful memory of Ace of Spades because I discovered it through that. And I learned to love it through that. I probably would have learned to love it anyway because it is a good song. But do you know what I mean? This is what I love about music and memory, the way we connect to songs. And sometimes they're for silly reasons like that. Other times they're um, just because they hit us. Anyway, uh, Eli Paperboy Reed's version of Ace of Spades appears on this great compilation, uh, Hits and Misses, out on Yeprock, the Soul Duo. And they're from another excellent compilation that looks at sort of obscure soul music, the Shiptown label. That's one of the highlights for me. Uh, can't nobody love me like my baby do. Uh, this is one, two, three, four. Now, uh, while we're in that sort of zone of listening to old soul and reappropriated sounds, uh, Eli Paperboy Reed himself is a, a great collector, curator of this kind of music. And he put together a compilation on the same label that's released his music, Eprock, called The Skippy White Story, Boston Soul 61 to 67. And this is a tribute to the soul music that came out of that city that was originally captured on tape by legendary Boston record store owner uh, who became a label owner and curator, Skippy White. And this was a real labour of love, not only for Skippy back in the day, but Eli Paperboy Reed now, because he's an avid collector especially of this more obscure stuff. And so he had a lot of these recordings in his own collection and decided to you know, put this together. It's a really strong release. I love it. And it's got such a variety of sounds on there. It's got sounds that 
you know, more sort of the kind of soul you'd hear if you went to the club. There's uh, harmony groups. There's country blues. Guitar Nubbit does a couple of great songs in gospel. But I've chosen the doo-wop sounds of Sammy and the Del Lards. When I first read this in the article, I thought, oh, some, it must be the Del Lords, but that's no, the Del Lards. And they have taken what appears to be uh, the classic song Sleepwalk that I absolutely love, that beautiful instrumental track by Santo and Johnny. Uh, I would have first heard it when I started in commercial radio. We probably used it to time out to the news. And uh, they, I think, I'm pretty certain they actually had a lyric for it but just decided not to use it because the, the sounds they used with steel and acoustic guitars were so, as I said, mesmerising. They just didn't want to taint it with the lyrics. But there have been versions that have included lyrics. But other bands, of course, other artists have taken that song and given it a good run. The Shadows, as you imagine, would do a beautiful version. The Ventures. Joe Satriani has done it as well. And even old Brian Setzer, orchestra, he of Stray Cats fame, earned a Grammy with their 1997 version of it. Can you believe? I, I didn't actually know that until I was looking at it. Uh, anyway, the, yeah, this is, uh, I'm not sure if this is the original vocals or what they've done to it, but it, it obviously has a connection to it. So this is Sammy and the Dell Lards and Sleepwalk.
seem to be trapped in my ways. Don't ever sit down and pray. I eat the same old food. I read the daily news and I bring all my troubles to work. The session drummer's a jerk. I need to find a way to make it good again. And rain, it gets me when I'm in pain. All my joints feel the same. I'm like an injured gold. All I've got's this white shiny gold. The fair, too many smiles around. My fairy floss is on the ground. It's in the muddy rain. I'll have to start this fun again. It's me, not you. I've got to be. The place where I can find me, not you. I've got to be the one to take me to the place where I can find the love of my Through my collection, and again reflecting on Eli Paperboy Reed and his ability to sound like he's of a different era, and I thought of the music of Hugh Blaine's. I'd, I'd forgotten about him. In fact, I, I I still have some of the notes from my, all my old shows in a, in a big filing cabinet, and it I'd, I'd gone to get something, and it that bit of paper fell out as I was preparing for this show. Sort of, I like serendipity, and it made me just reflect on the that sort of connectivity between, as I said, Eli Paperboy Reed discovering old tunes and then this guy who sounds like he's old as well. Hugh Blaine's uh, was a part of the Melbourne music scene for many years, was a part of the excellent jazz party uh, and before he, he left overseas. Uh, also played keys for soul funk legends The Bamboos. He was a founding member of Electro Hip Hop outfit The Melodics and 
Wood is a music director, plays keys, and is just a bit of a jazz genius, really. But this is jazz meets pop meets something that sounds like it's popped out of 1930. Uh, the collection was called Sad Songs Make Me Happy, and I remember I flogged it at the time, one song from that album that I just loved uh, called To Those Who Are Finding It Hard to Sleep Tonight. Well, I've chosen a different one from it. I went back and had a listen to that album, and he reckons this, this album, he managed to capture the essence of uncertainty. He wrote the album Cycling Between His Home in Brunswick and His Mother's House in Blackburn. Now, I don't live in Melbourne, but I know that's a fair hike. Uh, so I, I, I'd love to ask him, how did you do it? Did you sort of sing it into a little apparatus or did it just come into your head? Anyway, this excellent classically trained jazz freak put out this album that is just beautiful. And again, something that people have forgotten about. It's brilliant. It needs to be listened to further. That was trapped in my way. Again, as I as I do this sometimes, I, I start talking as if we're about to hear it when we have already heard it. Ah, oh, dear Paul. You get so muddled up. I've recently had surgery. Not that I'm going to go into what I had done, but um, I'm still feeling a bit sore and a bit... Maybe maybe the uh, going under, uh, being anaesthetised has left me a little brain-addled. I don't know. Oh, it's been a big year between you and me. Anyway, I'm okay. Don't worry about me. I'm all right. Hugh Blaine's Trapped in My Way. Started out with Sammy and the Dell Lards and their version of Sleepwalk, which is just really, really great. Hope you a bit of a different one, two, three, four today. I always like to take us on a bit of a journey. Now, this is so good. I only had to listen to a couple of songs and I just immediately bought it online. It's a trio by the name of Makushin. And they've managed to weave together some pretty, pretty amazing stuff. It's folk, but it's jazz. And when I see those things now, because of people like Hannah Cameron that I mentioned and because of Allegra Kriegler, who I've played last week. Anyway, this duo, Makushin, have released something that I think is really special. Move Into the Luminous is the name of the release. It features guitarist Peter Philipson. He's worked with Jane Weaver. Now, Jane Weaver does beautiful, krauty, mysterious, sort of slightly dancey stuff. Uh, John Thorne of the group Yorkston Thorne Khan. He plays double bass. But, my goodness, it's the vocals of Nancy Elizabeth. She's a vocalist, multi-instrumentalist, and she just makes this whole thing, just, just knocks it out of the park. And it is a beautiful album that is complex at times, slightly as a, sort of a bit of an ambient wash to it. Wash doesn't mean like wishy-washy, just this sort of, there's some beautiful textures there, but it's that complexity of the sounds at times that makes it special. Uh, also special in some of the guests that are involved on this album, guitarist David A. Jaycock and a bloke by the name of Andrew Wozelik, who plays piano and vibraphone, and he's been releasing some brilliant instrumental albums. I'm pretty sure I've played you something on 1234. If I haven't, I should put a link back to his music. But this album is, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm totally smitten by it. As I said, didn't take me long. One listen and I went, yes, please. So let's have a listen to Makushin. This track's called More Easily. Thank you. 
Bought a long French loaf to dine on Took a bottle of wine to pass the time But time stood still a little
from 1972, a long lost and an album that through the underground whispers of folk collectors gained, you know, notoriety. Uh, It's the music of Dave Evans and the LPC is the light of day again via the label Earth Recordings that have an excellent uh, eye to restoring and reissuing uh, British folk music. And as it says on their website, for the fans of Nick Drake, Bill Fay and Davy Graham, with a touch of Michael Chapman, Bert Janch and John Fahey for good measure. This from Dave Evans, Elephantasia is absolutely jaw-dropping from start to finish. I started with the opening track because it caught me off guard so beautifully. And yeah, Nick Drake certainly was the first thing I thought of as I listened, but of course it becomes more complex and, and beguiling as it sort of evolves. Only Blue was the name of the track I shared for you with you. Uh, it's the first time it's been reissued in over 50 years. So again, there's so many gems like this that just go by the wayside. And you think of, you know, imagine if, if you played that on the radio, people would be going, wow, what's this? They'd want to hear it instead of some of the other rubbish you've got to hear. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be, you start to sound like the old curmudgeon. There, there are good stations that play good stuff. But yeah, there's so much nonsense out there. Anyway. I uh, hope you like Dave Evans' Only Blue. It started with Makushin more easily, and that is very special indeed. It channels sort of the ambient works of David Sylvian. It channels the likes of Joni Mitchell, the early works of John Martin, and even the Cocteau Twins come through, and I think that's through the excellent vocals of Nancy Elizabeth. Uh, just a wonderful collection of songs that you need. It's their debut album too. And when you consider it's that crossroads between folk, jazz and ambient, it's very special. Very special. I love it. In case you didn't know. Uh, Released on the Blackford Hill uh, imprint. And of course, you can find all the details by just heading to this edition of 1234. Look at the playlist, click on the little links and you can have a listen to the whole thing. And I'd recommend you get it. Now, where are we going? Two tracks to go. Gee, that's gone very quickly, hasn't it? Don't know whether I... I think I've talked more than ever before. Bill Jackson. He's somebody worth talking about. Uh, Shane Howard loves him. And Shane Howard is one of this country's great songwriters. I'll read what Shane Howard had to say. He said, Bill Jackson's coming from the grassroots, from the ground up, from the struggle of the 99%. His songs are gritty and real and come at you like a hammer, ringing in the morning. Take it or leave it. He's telling it straight up. Well, good on you, Shane, because that's a very good way of describing the music of Bill Jackson. Uh, Bill's music I've, again, discovered through the inside sleeve, discovered as I started to go down the whole road of opening up the door of folk music and what that means, because, you know, if you put the sign folk on the door, it doesn't tell you the different styles that are going to exist within there. And he's managed to put together some pretty amazing albums. He released seven solo albums uh, and has toured North America four times. His most recent effort was The Wayside Ballads, Volume 3. And worked closely with Karen Tolhurst, who he has done again on this release. And what I like about Bill is he's fiercely independent, does it all himself, 
and just comes up with these beautiful albums. Well, his latest is called 1965. It's a co-write with his brother Ross and the aforementioned Karen Tolhurst. And the single I'm going to share with you, uh, called Precious Cargo, was a track that uh, Karen had written uh, after, he said, Elliot Mazel produced the Dingoes album in San Francisco, moved to New York, and he bumped into Karen. So this is an album, this is this particular track, I guess, has a certain serendipity about it. They saw a lot of each other, and Karen went to Nashville and met up with a guy called Mac Gaden, who's a bit of a legend. And they got together and had a jam and came up with this track, and they said, oh, let's call it Precious Cargo. And uh, Karen goes back home, forgets all about it, uh, goes back to New York and discovers it. Uh, so he gave the music to Bill, and Bill Jackson sat down and came up with the lyrics. And they then sent it back to Mac. So there's, as I said, this beautiful sort of uh, fluidity to this, sort of completing the cycle. Uh, and Mac just said, this is it. This is great. And it's on the new album. So let's have a listen to it now. The Precious Cargo. And I love the way Bill writes. He's a poet. He's uh, got a really good eye. And as... Shane Howard said, he comes at you hard like a hammer. Have a listen to this from Bill Jackson. I had a dream last night Was the strangest thing Chapter by chapter It drew me in New York City 1965 With big nicks and hipsters In a west side dive My tongue was tied As I shuffled along Surrounded by faces That I'd known so long Like that on the road guy An old rambling jack They were talking in rhymes and slapping my back Now I don't know But I've been told The poet's fate is in the woods they roll To carry that weight Is a mighty load It's a precious cargo On a lonesome It's 
and precious cargo on a lonesome road. All my friends were there, they held my hand as I moved my pen into the shifting sand. It rode in love and it rode in rage, and that precious cargo leapt off. Thank you. 
Those two artists I really admire. It's good to play them back to back. Luther Dickinson is the frontman for the North Mississippi All-Stars. And as I said at the start, has had a life just soaked in music. From his father uh, producing the Stones through to producing the Replacements where he played on, as a kid, played on their albums. But it was his hanging out with some of the legends of the country blues uh, in the back rural southern scapes where uh, I, I spent a whole program talking to him on the inside sleeve. I bumped into him at Blues Fest and recognised him when you were Luther Dickinson. And he was so friendly. He goes, yeah. And I said, could we have a chat? And we chatted for, I think, nearly an hour. He was just so friendly. I should find that program just put it up on one, two, three, four. I probably already have because it's one of my favourite interviews with someone because he just told the story so beautifully and has had a strong connection to all the people within those uh, early sort of blues scene. Well, he's got together a bunch of his friends uh, 
and a bunch of his family. His daughters help on vocals on this release. And it's been billed as a kid's album. It's called Magic Music for Family Folk. But it's more than that. Yes, there are versions of things like Turkey in the Straw and there are uh, other songs that became staples of Mardi Gras scene. The meters sort of brought to life. They will ask for you. John Lee Hooker's Boom, Boom, Boom. Things that, you know, kids get the hang of. This opening track, though, Are You Sure?, is a straightforward sort of gospel blues track that just sounds so good. Uh, the Staple Sisters' spirit lives on in this and love uh, Luther's guitar playing, love his style. This is an album that definitely requires you to sit down with your family and just enjoy the sounds of music. Thank you, Luther, for giving us something so perfect with Are You Sure? And before that, we heard the music of Bill Jackson, Precious Cargo from his excellent album, 1965. You've been listening to 1234. I'm Paul Goff. I'll be back again, maybe a little less muddled, with a lot of great new music for you, because there is a lot. It just, like, there's never-ending supply of gear that I'd love to share with you. I wish I could do it every day, because I would... Uh, I remember somebody once said to me, oh, there's not enough new music. Oh, what an absolute load of bollocks. There is. I put the papers away. I'm not shuffling anymore. Join me next week, next time, next whenever, for more beautiful sounds on one, two, three, four. Thank you.